If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Finding your happy place by smashing brothers. 20,000 rocket leagues under the sea. All that and more. Cody, get Little Mac! Punch out! Attaboy, Mac. That's right. You did good, kid. Getting in there, champ. You know, it wasn't until the other day when we were playing uh, Smash for Wii U that my son points out, he's like, I don't understand. It's like, what do you mean? Why is the trainer guy, like, unhealthy? <laughs> and little Mac is, like, ripped, but, the, but he's the one draining him. And I was like... It's kind of funny, mm-hmm. but you know, the old fighter that just kind of is like, eh, I got the brain. The brain is the strongest muscle, man. He might have a health condition too that made him stop. Oof, <laughs> oof. So it's kind of like <laughs> maybe he got punched out by Mike Tyson, and then he wanted redemption, so he trained Little Mac. <laughs> All of them years ago. <laughs> Still has PTSD. Mm. Punch punching Tyson's. Psycho. <laughs> Fuck. Welcome punching to- Tyson. Sorry, Dick. <laughs> dick punching. Stop that. Stop it. Get a cup. <laughs> Welcome to episode 49 of the Super Media Brothers podcast. I'm Midnight Agent Raw. And I'm Okami. God damn it. We're getting off to a righteous start. <laughs> we got a fuckload of things to talk about on this one. Do we ever? Yeah, like a bunch. Not, not even... Not like a honey th- bunch, though. No, not a honey bunch. There's a little more that we put on the poster this week, but holy shit. I mean, but wait, there's more. Oh, yeah. So, I want to kind of start off with <sighs> the Avengers Endgame trailer. Mm. It, it literally dropped, like, just yesterday. I mean, just seeing Tony in the spaceship. Yeah, given that, like voiceover recording into the the helmet faceplate portion mm-hmm. and you see the shot of everything happening and a clean shaven cap amidst all this bullshit and chaos he found time and a razor strong enough to shave his face yep what what the fuck mm, i don't know i don't know either all i do know is that i'm excited as shit and they did the right thing by not giving too much away the only thing I think we both agree on is the end game being the title. It's kind of like, mm. Yeah, I... <sighs> it makes sense, but at the same time, it just doesn't feel as impactful like, you know, Age of Ultron or Infinity War. It's end game. Yeah, and, you know, I think my very first reaction was, oh, God, this trailer's awesome. <clears throat> then the end game thing pops up, and I was just thinking... Yeah, you lazy motherfuckers. They probably didn't have anything better. And they're like, oh, end game. It's like... You know, honestly, when I first saw that, I thought it was like a game. Like an actual game that they're promoting like on iOS and Android. Like, oh, and Avengers, end game, coming to your phone soon. I'm like, oh. And then I played it, I was like, wait, this is legit. Yeah, that what? and... What? Like, they could have done something like Avengers Reassemble. Or because it's, it's like the fucking original one. 
Unsna- original <laughs> Avengers yeah. unsnapped. Unsnapped. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a fucking behind the scenes of the, the Avengers unsnapped. <laughs> More like Marvel just unsnapping their fucking jeans and letting their huge dick ride out on the table again because it's what they fucking do every time. I mean, speaking of snapping, I mean, let's go to Netflix. Yeah, no shit. We'll go we'll go there. I just have one last thing to say about the Avengers film. <laughs> like, fuck. It, it it had better be worth it if you're calling it Endgame. That's all I got to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and refer to the events in Avengers Infinity War and the Netflix uh, Marvel shit, the snapping. Because, holy fuck. When Thanos wiped out half of humanity in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, he apparently, like, wiped out the people at Netflix in charge of keeping Marvel on there. Yeah, because now we lost Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and now Daredevil. Now we're just waiting for JJ and yeah, Frankie. Punisher, yeah. yeah. Well, you already know they're going to be gone as soon as they put the third and second season of each one of those out. Mm-hmm. And everybody out there is like, oh, they're, they're going to put it on the Disney Plus. No, no they're, they're not. not. It's... For multitude of reasons. First off, being the fact that it carries mature audience rating, uh, the the themes alone wouldn't they wouldn't even put it on there. And the contracts are specific to Netflix. I mean, there's these are still going to be on Netflix for however long. Marvel still retains the rights to use those characters however they want to, but all these incarnations of these characters are not going to be fucking seen again, mm-hmm. unless somehow they put it on Hulu. And everybody's like, well, what, how come it would be on Hulu? It's because of the Fox-Disney merger. Yep. So, I don't know. I really don't have much to say other than, God damn it. <laughs> and uh, we, we definitely got ripped off. And yes, it was Netflix that canceled it. Marvel had nothing to do with canceling the shit. It more or less had to do with disagreements between Netflix and Marvel over the di- creative directions of each of these shows. Like, they had to fight to get the Daredevil season like the number of episodes in the season Netflix wanted to cut it down to 10 episodes hmm. it just seems like it seems underwhelmingly short for how impactful that series is it's good and the thing that sucks the most is none of these none of these uh, people that were involved with e- any of these shows had any idea about it and they kept writing because they had more planned so now much like all of our uh, favorite shows of yesteryear we have no fucking like end game so to speak yeah. for any of it it's like they saw Infinity War, the uh, main office of Netflix was like, you know, you guys need to quit taking Thanos so seriously. No, don't snap everything in Marvel. Snapflix. Yeah. Sounds I mean, like a, that's, sounds like a breakfast cereal. You know, speaking of, you know, the whole Foxen thing, you know, maybe that's a good way to get the Fantastic Four, like, legitimately on a good, you know, note as to do, like, a TV series to kind of, like, stretch it out a little bit more. Just like Mr. Fantastic stretched that shit out. Yeah. I but, could see that. I I wouldn't mind a Fantastic Four series because that would kind of redeem the quad, you know, the squad basically. They come back and be like, "Look, they're not as bad as these movies make them out to be. They're actually pretty good characters if you really give them the time of day." Yeah, Fantastic Four was one of, if not the first, I uh, think, uh, set of characters created under the Marvel banner. Whenever Timely became Marvel, mm-hmm. so. Take Marvel's first family and give them a proper showing because I'll be honest, I think one of the only decent things about any of the ones that have come out were um, the effects and, like, you know, the makeup of the thing. It was more practical. It wasn't CG. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, I don't know. I, I would like to see them on TV, fleshed out. Mm-hmm. There's so much story to tell with them. Yeah, because, I mean, now Hulu has uh, Cloak and Dagger right now, so, I mean... And what else is the uh, the Runaways? That's on as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's already a, yeah, there's already a home for this stuff. And they seem to. I I mean, it sounds like they're transitioning to Hulu. So I mean, might as well go the whole nine yards. True enough, but you know, we get <clears throat> we get all the Marvel stuff canceled, and then we get an announcement from that, or before they're like right before, right after that, that uh, they are going to be doing a live-action Cowboy Bebop series. Which is going to be fucking legit as fuck. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to remember. I've read a blog about it. Somebody that had uh, some kind of early access to some of the script or whatever um, was basically saying how it looked 
legit like on paper that it pulls from the manga and the anime really well i think my only fear is i still haven't seen ghost in the shell the live action version and everybody complained about the whole whitewashing scenario and i don't know if that's going to bring that same reputation with this one but it cowboy bebop is not clearly as sci-fi-esque as ghost in the shell is per se because i think there's there's a lot more of the natural human element to this series rather than just being completely like android and technological it's a western yeah more or less honestly which they can definitely pull off a lot better than i think ghost in the shell but i don't know like i want to know who now they're going to put in parts of the people you know who they're going to place as the actors and actresses portraying them yeah so i me too uh, I mean, I think the last time we heard any kind of anything about an, an adaptation was at one point they wanted to make a Cowboy Bebop movie with Keanu Reeves playing, um, fuck. Spike. Thank you. <clears throat> yeah. And then that kind of fell through. But, but that's the thing. I, I I couldn't see him playing Spike. I could not I couldn't. You know, it's a, it's a toss-up where I, and I, I'm one of the people out there on the side of the fence that enjoy Keanu's work, but... That I don't think I could 100% see playing that, but I am interested to see who they get for the series because even, you know, you're talking about the Ghost in the Shell and the whole whitewashing stuff. Even the creators of Ghost in the Shell came out and were like, no, this is actually really good casting calls on all fronts mm-hmm. for this. And and it was a decent movie. I enjoyed it. Um, But yeah, I'm... I'm sure Netflix will do okay as far as this series because, I mean, there's a Full Metal Alchemist adaptation. I didn't hear much about the Death Note one. Like, I know that's very... It was really polarizing. Either people really liked it or they hated it. From what I saw of the casting, they seemed to be more, like, Asian-influenced than anything. Which, hmm. If it's done right, then it's good for them, but I just, I don't know. I didn't get to watch neither one of them. Yeah, I mean, I got I got a little bit through um, the uh, Death Note one, like Oops. the first episode, and it was one of the things that I just kind of put on, and I, you know, I'd fall asleep to, you know, whatever the hell was on the TV. But you know, I, like I said, I never got around to to checking the rest of it out. I I really want to though. I never got into Death Note. That was the problem because, as interesting as the concept was, like it just seemed uninteresting to me. It's actually really good. Like the the I liked the anime. Yeah. A lot. I mean, the art style is really cool. Like, it was that very, like, gritty, kind of black and white-ish almost kind of feel to it. But, yeah, other than that, I mean, I just wasn't real crazy about the concept. I mean, just it didn't feel like it would flesh out to me as much as I, you know, expected to. But apparently I'm wrong because a lot of people are doing the same, you know, they feel the same way about it. And then they're like, oh, it's actually not that bad or it's great. Yeah. So. I think Netflix also is doing a Devil May Cry series. I heard about that too. That I'm interested. But is that going to be the like an anime or is that going to be a, a actual live action? It's anime. Yeah. Cuz I mean, look how good Castlevania is. Oh, I love Castlevania. I mean, shit's freaking awesome. Right. And let's see. There was that and then cuz we talked about the Avengers trailer. Oh yeah. <laughs> Fucking uh snap. Snap. Um we also have the uh, computer-generated imagery-esque version of The Lion King coming out and the live-action Aladdin coming out, which there are trailers for both of those out. Mm-hmm. Holy fuck. Uh, what a time to be alive, goddammit. I mean, as successful as the last two films were, I mean, this is going to be... I mean, shit. Disney, Disney's already, like, just going in a good direction right now, so... Oh, Disney's going to make all the fucking money mm-hmm. in 2019. Yeah, Marvel and now, you know, all those stuff they're releasing. Yeah, you got three Marvel movies coming out next year. Mm-hmm. You got fucking Lion King and Aladdin. Uh, I think Frozen 2 comes out next December. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, it's either 2019 or 2020 when it comes out. But fuck, dude, like they're going to make all the fucking money next year. And you wonder where they get all that money to make those animatronics that they're doing at uh, the parks. That's like that. That's that Mickey Mouse money, dude. It's yeah. not like the uh, money bags from Monopoly guy on the fucking money. It's it's literally Mickey Mouse going, "Ha ha, I'm rich, bitch." <laughs> like, like Steamboat Willie like blows the 
The little, uh, the boat horn. I'm rich, bitch! (laughs) 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 But, dude, the first reaction I had to the Aladdin trailer was like, holy shit, I feel like I did when I saw the first, or I saw the cartoon whenever I was a child. And just how, holy hell, It's this is really cool looking and it's fun. This looks so badass. Just the shot of the Cave of Wonders and the sand dune. Oh my fuck. Now the question is, how well do you think Will Smith's going to be as a genie? I think he's going to do just fine. Um, Will Smith just is charismatic enough to pull it off. You know, I would imagine if Robin Williams were still alive, he they would have asked him to do it. And I'm sure he would have, but I, I just I see Will Smith doing pretty pretty well with it actually. That it is strange because you see how charismatic Robin was with that character. You see how charismatic he is in general outside of that character. But then you see Will Smith like his most charismatic point in his career was when he was Fresh Prince, because he had that just goofy that kind of like street cred kid who had a lot of the sense of humor and just you know sarcasm yeah so that's really i think that's where i think he's gonna be pulling a lot of that humor from is like his old days in the fresh prince era and it'll work with this i mean and it's not like he's not an accomplished actor i mean the man is turned really good performances in and drama movies as well which i think could kind of play into the the portion where genie's really you know the, to me, the genie had this 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 front of like I am happy. I am this goofy fucking thing that comes out of a lamp. But, but deep down, re- he was a slave to you know to submit to everything basically. Yep. And I think that'll be a really good uh, juxtaposition of that character. Like mm-hmm. it'll be a really good like you like know balance. Yang. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't. I feel bad. I can't remember the name of the actors that they got to play everybody else. But to, you know, from what I've seen, they look like they're gonna do really well in their parts. Mm. Then uh, that's a, it's Guy Ritchie that's directing it. Believe it or not, his yeah, it's just like first family outing. Hmm. He did like Lock, Stock, and Two Smoke and Barrels, and he. Uh, I want to say he did In Bruges as well, like some British movies and shit. He's really good, but I'm interested to see his turn as a, a family friendly director. Mm-hmm. And then we go to John Favreau, who can apparently do no fucking wrong. And I don't mean that sarcastically. I'm serious. The guy like pees gold, basically. Yeah. He comes gold. That's where all the fucking Mickey Mouse money comes from is John Favreau's dick. Uh-huh. <laughs> he just, yeah, churns it out one movie at a time. I mean, he made one fantastic animal-based Disney movie. And Jungle now Book. He's gonna make another fantastic animal-based Disney movie. This is the real Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them mm, on Disney. Yes, that's right. Yes, Favreau Beasts and Where to Find Them. Disney. And the trailer didn't do anything other than overshot of the entire area, kind of how the original trailer to the cartoon was. And holy shit, it was like frame for frame. Just about. And the way the characters are done. Holy fuck. You can tell how technology just rolls forward with each year. Mm-hmm. And the return of James Earl Jones as Mufasa. One true king. You couldn't do it any other way. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. If he wasn't going to be Mufasa. Like, I can deal with everybody else getting recast. But if, if he was not going to be Mufasa, just... <laughs> nope. Should, if anything, they should get Jeremy Irons to come back as Scar. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. But I, I don't remember if they did ask him to come back or not. I, I feel kind of dumb now. I feel like somebody did get asked to come back, but they didn't. But they didn't. I do I mean, know that uh, Tim Rice and Elton John are coming back because I think they're using four songs from the cartoon. Were, yeah. yeah. Can you feel my love tonight? That one. Circle of Life. Just can't wait to be king. And uh, Baroness, I mean, not Baroness. I'm stuck with Jumbo because that was really mm. good. Um, Hakuna Matata. It means no worries. For the rest of your days. I just want a really good interpretation of Be Prepared. It's not going to be in the movie. Oh, fuck this shit. See, everybody has that reaction, and I think it's stupid. Like, it's not even the best song in the movie. I mean, I said, like, oh, it's stu- like stupid, stupid. I mean, it's just like, it's. We're getting a lot of them, but Be Prepared 
was not really even Jeremy Irons' stuff other than like a spoken word, you know, a little bit. This is the first time in the how many years we've been friends, he has literally wounded me. <laughs> I'm going to get the Jeremy tire iron to your head because <laughs> I'm tired of your shit. <laughs> tired iron. Yeah. The t- Jeremy Irons man. Yeah. You should have played Tony Stark. That would have been fucking weird. <laughs> Jeremy Iron Man. And that's all it is. It's not even Tony Stark. It's just Jeremy. He just looks up at the, this card. I am Jeremy Iron Man. Yeah, he has no last name. It is just Jeremy. I am Iron Man. <laughs> and now, to accept the award for best supporting actor in a motion picture, Jeremy Iron Man. <laughs> that's it. That's it. But no, I just... I don't know. I mean, yeah, th- I feel like that was one of the take it or leave it songs, and that's just my opinion. And I like everybody's divided as fuck over this too. There's the whole crowd that, y- like, with you that wants it in there, and then there's the other crowd. That's like, I'm like, I don't really give a fuck either way. Just give me this movie. Well, you don't. But <laughs> I don't give a fuck. The rest of us like to have our cake and eat it too. Yeah. So <sighs> shut the fuck up. Disney, do Cody a favor. Pump out the extra million dollars and put this fucking song in there. They're not going to. They don't listen to people like me. <sighs> I'm too introverted and I'll too angry for I'll them to care. Now suck your dick. No. Not you, Disney. That that mouse dick. I don't want to suck anything. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Disney's need to suck my nuts. Suck my balls. Right now. Disney, suck my Mickey Mouse balls. Right now. Suck my dicky. <laughs> dicky mouse. <laughs> ha ha, penis. <laughs> I can't be serious for five seconds. No, and that's the charm. Yeah, I gave all my seriousness in the Stanley episode, goddammit. I yeah. can't be serious right now. <laughs> Just, I can't, I can't pull you out of this one, Cody. <laughs> no. I can't believe you did this. <laughs> I can't believe you committed suicide. <laughs> I cannot believe you committed suicide. <sighs> God damn it. Jim! 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 If you want to know what we're talking about, go listen to our last episode. The episode that got us blocked by Neil Breen. <laughs> we're not fucking kidding, either. Uh, yeah, The Room versus Fateful Findings. Go back and listen to that if you want to hear how we got blocked by Neil Breen. And how he could not defend himself against Tommy Wiseau, even though Tommy didn't even say shit. That's right. That's right. He's too chicken shit. <laughs> yep. He couldn't tear them apart. Go to our Instagram page. We have proof on there. Yeah. Super Media Bros Podcast on Instagram. Do it. Stop. Do it. <sighs> oh, I forgot to bring up something that I thought would be cool in the Avengers Endgame. What? The Asgardian armor for Tony Stark. Mm. The uh, the U- the Uru armor. The enchanted mm. bleeding edge with Asgard magic. Mm. Please fucking do this. They know what they're doing. Yeah. I have trust in them. So far, hasn't been broken. True. So. Shall we swing over to music? Might as well. Okay. Yeah. Um, If any of you gamers out there play Rocket League, you know that every little bit apart from one another that uh, Rocket League teams up with Monster Cat and they put out music for the game. Rocket they, League Volume 5 has dropped. Yep. And they have quite a few little uh, gems on this one. Gems! <laughs> gems! Gems! Because we have Rootkit with his second song of his return with OU. OU. <laughs> I love it. OU. Um, Cloud Nun. Um, I forgot the name of the song. From Here. From Here. We move on to Rogue <laughs> and Badlands, mm-hmm. which is also another good little... You know, Rogue surprises me in such good ways. Like, he's gone from this, like, real trappy electro sound to, like, this very, like, poppy future bass sound. It's really beautiful transition. Word? Um, then there's Grant, who... He has, like, this very... It's, like, Starship mixed with Constellations kind of sound. Because he's going back to his future bass roots now with this one. Because the last few tracks he did was more trap. Like, hardcore, like, with Mern kind of style. So this is actually a nice little touch. Back to the future bass. Mm-hmm. 
And then there was another one that came out. I can't remember the name of Smile. It. Yes. Running. Running was like Running's probably my favorite song on there. I don't know, dude. I like the Hyper Potions track a lot. See, but that's the thing. Like, I'm excited for Hyper Potions. Don't get me wrong. They're just it's the same. Like it's just that kind of like poppy, like ha <laughs> <laughs> Please, somebody out there, use that in a sample. Actually, Hyper Potions, use that in a sample of your next song. <laughs> and name it that. <laughs> Just name it Chuckle. Name it Chuckle, and then um, get the uh, get the looped uh, video of um, Ian McKellen from Lord of the Rings with a smile as Gandalf. Where he's like. <laughs> <laughs> But fucking no, do it but no I'm, i mean it like it's just smile song running it's like an amped up version of to me because it has a lot of that real sexy like guitar solo sound to it which i really adore and it's just it's more upbeat than i expected it to be like i said expedition great song i will jam it to hell and back i'm just it's the same song it's the same hyper potions that i'm so used to and I expect a little bit different sound from them. Just a little bit. Just a little. But, like I said, Badlands, Brennan, my two favorite songs. By far. Hell yeah. And then on the Uncaged side of things, we've been getting some pretty cool singles. We got uh, Kuro with... What You Wanna Do. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty legit. I really like that. I mean, like I told you the other day, like Kuro has yet to put something out I don't like. I agree. Those, I mean, those I, two are fucking excellent. I even finally got my shirt from uh, their merch table. Yeah, which was fucking awesome. I it's, saw it's, it. It's the like three D, um, like the color distortion of the hands from the um, knocking, like whole aura basically. So yeah, that's pretty cool. And then you were telling about the new Slumberjack and Troy Boy track. Oh, solid. God, it is solid. <laughs> I dropped the deuce. It was like, oh. <laughs> but no, like, those guys are just unique and creative. Like, their first song, Daggers, was really unique. This one was just, it was like a hip-hop trap kind of feel to it. Yep. But it was done, like, differently to where it's not so, like, stagnant, I guess. Yep. I couldn't have said it any better. <laughs> Kill Paris. Oh yeah, with um, I still need you. Is I still dream of you? Or still dream of you? Yeah. yeah, that one was really good. I do agree. I like Kill Paris too, though. His first song was really good. Two Fuck. minds. Yes. I had I really like the art style with that one too, with the two heads being two different comp- mm-hmm. yeah, compositions. Yeah, and then I think, I think the happiest discovery I've made in a long time on Monster Cat or probably any label, Lil Hank. Can we talk about how awesome Lil Hank is? Mm-hmm. It is a project where it is it is a dog. We're not shitting you. It is a dog that is ghost produced by by, by, by a ghost. But this, by Lil Hank's ghost. This dog is the fucking cutest thing ever. He's got his all his album art. He's just chilling. His Instagram page is lit as fuck. He's like Gabe the dog. I, I know, dude. And I th- I want to say it's a Pomeranian dog, but I I don't want to like misbreed and be like, hey, no, I just I, I just assumed you breed, bro. It, it's a white Pomeranian. Yep. But the cool part about this, um, Lil Hank has two songs: uh, "We Stand a Good Puppo," which was on Uncaged, and then Hank's Happy Place, which was on Instinct. Which both songs are fantastic, but man, they're so drastically different. And that's what I like about it. Like, I wasn't expecting We Stand a Good Doggo to be just, or Puppa, I'm sorry, whatever it's called, to be so, like, bass-heavy and dark. Like, because you see the art, like like you said, the artwork is just pictures of the dog and his friends. Yep. Just... The speedboat. <laughs> yeah. You know, it could be cats and dogs. I mean, it could be, you know, little Hank dressed up in, like, thug clothes. You know, just random stuff. But, yeah, it's just, it's so off-putting to see that and then it's like this heavy like dark feeling song with we stand and then you hear like hank's happy place it's like 
completely different. It's <laughs> belongs on instinct. Yeah, it's like do 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 do. I love the album art too. He's smiling like all big and shit. Mm-hmm. Him happy pupper. He's the he's the cutest doggo ever. And you can immediately tell that it's a little Hank song with a little like distorted bar. Yes, <laughs> I love that little sound bite. Mm-hmm. Arr, bite. <laughs> but here's here's the cool part, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Uh, the proceeds from each of these songs are actually going to a good cause. Uh, he uh, he's given a hundred percent of the proceeds from these two songs to uh, was it the the Northern Valley. Um, animal disaster mm-hmm. yeah so it's for a good cause it's for a good pause yes so it's on spotify itunes wherever you get your music from go buy it and it's dirt cheap i think the songs are 99 cents a piece but these are going to also be part of an ep that comes out on january 17th from this same artist so you can buy them now or buy them then but either way this artist actually gives 100% at least like 50 to 100% of his proceeds to this to different charities but this is the one that he's doing for these two mm-hmm. so go fucking do it right now be a good doggo be a good doggo we'll throw you a dog biscuit <laughs> the super mini pros dog biscuit mm-hmm. I should go, I'm actually go to Petco and just buy a bunch of those and be like oh if you like and subscribe here's a dog biscuit here's a dog biscuit for <laughs> you fucking whoring ourselves out to the animals y'all dude i wonder if like people make like complimentary like customary dog biscuits like we should have the super media brothers logo on dog biscuits that would be so fucking cool (laughs) wonder how expensive that is (laughs) i don't know but that would be awesome as shit if somebody listening could inform us and help us make this happen because that would be just the best like we'll get like we support uh little hank and like plays music in the background but like Hey, here you go. Here's a dog biscuit. Fucking make it rain with dog biscuits. <laughs> it's like dog Bitcoin. Like, it's it's literally like their version of Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Like, fucking throw it at them. It's common currency. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> let's. I guess we'll roll back into movies because we actually have some December releases. Like,. Not next year, but this year, obviously. Um, the first thing I want to talk about <clears throat> is something that people are obviously, again, yay and nay about, and that is the Bumblebee movie that's coming out. I think I'm still with nay. I'm interested just because, and I know it's going to sound ridiculous, but just because the hologram that he puts out in the trailer with Optimus Prime sold me on it because Optimus looks like he did in the fucking cartoons finally after six fucking films so maybe they're finally going in the right direction well it takes place in the 80s so nice little homage yeah a little bit um Travis Knight the person that directed Kubo and the Two Strings is doing this movie so that's another mm. reason why I'm just kind of like okay let me see what let, you let's, got let's do this um Haley Steinfeld is in this and she's actually going to be voicing a character in the next film we're going to talk about um you have bumblebee optimus prime and wheeljack those are your autobots and the decepticons for this one uh shatter dropkick blitzwing barricade shockwave and soundwave mm-hmm. and to top it all off John C- No bullshit. I didn't hear what you said. Oh, I'm sorry. John C- I'm I'm still waiting for it. Oh, okay, hang on. John C- Okay, you need to quit fucking around, dude. You're just staring at me the entire time. I don't know what the hell you're doing. Oh, my fucking God. John C. Okay, quit playing with your phone. You're just pushing buttons. I'm sorry. It's John Cena. 
Oh, it's John. Oh, okay. It's John Cena. <laughs> I did not Cena coming. Yeah. Um. Plays a bad guy in this one. No shit. He finally turned heel for a movie. <laughs> hmm. The the WWE's quote unquote number one babyface for the last fucking decade and a half. He's finally turned heel for a movie role. Mr. X Marine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. I gotta tell you, I'm kind of sold on it just because I want to see. I, I've seen him in movies here and there, and he's he's actually really funny. But I kind of want to see what he does here. So yeah, that yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Well, Bumblebee. <laughs> Bumblebee, Bumblebee, Bumble, Bumble, Bumblebee, mm-hmm. tuna. <laughs> Bumblebee tuna. <laughs> Ace Ventura. Ew. Ace Ventura. Yeah. Okay, so I mentioned Haley Steinfeld is going to be voicing a character in the next film. The next film I want to talk about, oh, also Bumblebee comes out uh, December 21st. But next weekend, you need to give all your fucking money to Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Which is a really cool animation. I will give it that much. Yeah, I mean, Phil Lord and Chris Miller are involved with this. They've done the Lego movie. I mean, the Lego movie is fucking awesome as shit mm-hmm. uh i want to say they were involved with uh 21 22 jump street i really hope i'm right on that one it's just it's, it's interesting now that like miles morales is the spider-man he's meeting all of the like multi-universe spider-man just like i'm 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 blown away by this like it's so cool though the a lot of the early reviews are like praising the shit out of it for the animation style the acting the the story everything about it mm-hmm but that's what caught my attention too. This the animation style is really unique. Yeah, it's like that's it's cell shading, stop motion, like Lego realism kind of feel. Like it's like a combination or a culmination, basically. Yeah, I wouldn't even know what to call it because again, it it looks like a comic book come to life. Mm-hmm. That's the best way I could put it. It looks like a comic book come to life. Um, Haley Seinfeld's voicing Gwen Stacy. Spider-Woman. Who is Spider-Gwen? Well, I wish they had called her Spider-Gwen in this. She's a Spider-Woman in this one for some reason. Or uh, what does he call her? A ghost Spider? Didn't they call her that? I think so. Yeah. But I know Miles' Spider-Man's in this. Peter Parker's Spider-Man's in it. Um, the Prowler. Uh, really funny. John Mulaney is voicing Spider-Ham. <laughs> so I can't wait to see that. And then... Our our favorite crazy guy, Nicolas Cage, is being uh, Spider Noir. Interesting. Yeah, but I think he's gonna be. He said something about delivering like a Cagney type kind of voice with this, so I can see it. It's kind of like that, you know, twenties and thirties, nineteen twenties, nineteen thirties kind of Spider Man. It was a cold night, <laughs> middle of Manhattan. The cold was thwipping my ass so hard. <laughs> My dame just couldn't handle the swing of things. <laughs> Time to investigate. Time to inv- investigate. Mm. Investigate. But no, I'm happy about this, man. It's been it's been a while since um, anything. I say anything Marvel related. We've had a lot of Marvel shit in the theaters, but this is, I guess, like a little bit. You know, the fr- I think this may be one of the first times we've had a Marvel animated anything come to a theater in a long time. So. Uh, yeah. Especially on this scale, at least. Oh yeah, dude! I, th- I think this movie's gonna do big numbers when mm-hmm. it opens up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm hyped as fuck, and you should be too. Fuck, you should be too. Everybody out there that's been begging and begging for a Miles Morales story to come to the big screen, here it is. Go throw all your fucking money at this movie. If you want a little taste of them beforehand, go play the Spider-Man game. Fuck, yes. Because they're releasing the DLC for the game like the last two months. Yeah. So you want to taste the Miles Morales? Just go play a little bit of that game. Fuck yeah! I get to redo it all over again. <laughs> Not by choice. Not by choice. My 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 PlayStation shat its pants and I had to get a new one. God damn it! But I'm gonna fucking play it again because it's like. Oh, I have to play it again. No, I I definitely want to play it again. I just needed to find the courage to do so because I was almost at, like, I think 95% complete on the whole game. Mm -hmm. And I lost every bit of it, and I cried. I cried actual tears. 
You cried uh, like Peter did with Uncle Ben. I did. Pizza time. <laughs> Getting that rice, Uncle Ben. Parker, you want to know what my favorite brand of rice is? What? Uncle Ben's. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Tobey Maguire reaction. I fucking love that shit. <laughs> so, um, the next movie, Aquaman. Mm. This, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. This is make or break for the DCEU and DC films. Also, Jason Momoa. Just, that's enough. And James Wan. That's that's all you need to know. Because literally every fucking panty just drops on the ground when Jason Momoa's name's popped up. The panties don't drop till he walks in. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm seriously expecting everybody in the theater just throwing their underwear at him. Just take it. <laughs> Be like whenever people see uh, uh, theater screenings of the room, they throw fucking spoons at the screen. Anytime they see a spoon, like as soon as Jason Momoa comes on screen, fucking panties fly at the screen. Bras, underwear, panties, it don't matter. All of the themselves, people throwing themselves at the screen. You know why he's called Aquaman, right? <laughs> they call <laughs> it makes him wet. <laughs> Thurfin. Yeah. Um, Patrick Wilson, who um, has been in a number of fucking roles over the years, uh, he's collaborated with James Wan a few times before um he was most notably as far as a comic book enthusiast go if you haven't you know watched any of his other work he was night owl in watchman mm-hmm. the well night owl 2 in watchman but he's actually going to be playing um the uh, ocean master which is arthur's half brother declaring war on the fucking surface world because he believes that humanity polluted the seas which is not really a lie no <laughs> It's, they they could have just made this movie like <laughs> this movie could be like six minutes long in the theater. Arthur, you know, comes up. Why do you want to kill everybody? And then <laughs> fucking Ocean Master's like just holds out like a newspaper and it's the fucking BP oil spill news <laughs> and he's just like, oh yeah, fuck these people and it just starts like credits roll. <laughs> credits roll. That's it. What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing here? You thirsty bitches. H2O, shit. <laughs> <sighs> no, really, though. it That's happening, and the character Black Manta is going to be in here, which I was thinking, fuck, I hope they don't, you know, fuck up the on-screen version. No, he was in mask. He was in full suit with the mask and the fucking laser beam eyes and everything. I was like, fuck yes. So they're actually doing some good right now. Yeah, it looks good. You know, the only complaint I had was when they when they dropped that final trailer, I think last month, or like right at the end of October, I was like, God, it doesn't look polished. It still looks like too bright, too fucking colorful, which I agree. It's it's Aquaman. He's going to be in the ocean. I would imagine they want it to be looking as good as very possible. Very whimsical, very colorful. Yeah, yeah, but it's Aquaman. There's a little bit of a serious or like a more serious tone to, to the character and which I would is, like to think. it's weird with the transition because well, look at what we've been given so far. It's yeah. like dark and gritty for the last how many films? And now we're getting like, oh, a splash of colors should change their minds. It's like, no, it's weird. You know, tone well, it down. Well, the thing about it is the reason why I got worried it wasn't really necessarily because of that. It was because I think two weeks after that trailer dropped, James Wan tweets out, Oh, we literally today have just finished post production on this movie, mm. and I'm like, it's fucking almost mid November. Your release date is in a month, and you just finished post production on this fucking movie. Jesus Christ! Like you literally just finished, and we've gotten a t- like we've gotten two trailers to this movie, and you just now fucking finished. How much of the footage in the trailer wasn't finished is what I want to know. Mm-hmm. That's what had me worried. I, I mean, think, I'm still going to throw money at this movie because I would like for it to be good, you know? I want it to do good. I think, Do well. <laughs> I think one thing I didn't really care for was his original costume was just, like, it was faithful, but I think it was too faithful. Like, they could have tweaked it just a little bit to make it a little more of a modern, like, adaptation, I guess. They jump out, like, the orange top and yeah. the green. I think they were making it more, like, scaly, like, actual scaly looking. Yeah. But it's just... I agree, though. I mean, it was just, like I said, it was too faithful to the original costume. And it's not all bad. It's just, I don't know. I'm so used to everybody doing something different. 
Yeah, I didn't mind what they showed us in uh, Justice League. I thought his his uh, outfit in Justice League was really cool. Mm-hmm. It, you know, legit battle armor. Right. Now, not to say that this isn't legit battle armor. And, you know, part of me thinks, huh, that's a really cool shot. I bet that's the end of the fucking movie. Mm. I bet we don't see that until the end of the fucking movie. Well, I think it's basically him reclaiming or claiming the throne as King of Atlantis. Yeah. That's the armor, what it represents. So I can I can understand that aspect. It's just like my visual aid is like, okay, I want creativity, not just a rehash of what's already been done. Yeah. So, so yeah. That's all I got for Aquaman. I just I hope it does well. It comes out December 21st, uh, the same weekend as Bumblebee. So... That's going to be fucking fun. So either Transformer crashes and burns or DC crashes and burns. We'll see. Drowns. Yeah. <laughs> Under the sea. <laughs> exactly. 20,000. Under DC. Under DC. Under DC. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's somewhere Marvel will never be. No. Sorry, everybody out there. Not really. They're in the cosmos right now. Oh, that yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Marvel is in space right now. Like most definitely in space with the last couple of movies. Yeah. <sighs> I don't give a shit. DC, sorry. Yeah. You guys, you do great. You do great work. It just I feel like in our and we don't hate DC like we've said episodes ago, but we like Marvel's movies a little, just a little bit more. Now, granted, their animated is fantastic. Fuck yeah, I was just saying that the other day. Go buy the shit out of all their animated stuff. It's awesome. I will rewatch so many of those movies over and over again, but my God, I cannot stomach to watch Suicide Squad or Justice League or BVS. Cannot believe you committed Suicide Squad. <laughs> Can't pull you out of this one, Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But Disney can pull you out. All that money. There yeah. you go. <laughs> Um, there were a couple other things. Uh, oh, video games. I wanted to talk about a, a couple of video games right quick because that actually has something to do with another episode we're going to do shortly. Mm-hmm. Um, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate just came out. Mm. Yep. Uh, if you don't know how big of fans we are, um, that's all. Yeah, that's probably the reason why this episode came out so late. We we literally played like since it came out. We both pre-ordered the shit. You picked it up Thursday night. Yeah, at eleven o'clock. Yeah, and we picked it up Friday. And uh, it was supposed to be Aiden's birthday. I mean, not birthday is a Christmas gift. But I wanted to play it so fucking badly. And then also, I didn't want to make him wait the whole fucking extra month to play. So we just we opened it and fucking we've been playing ever since. Smashed. <clears throat> Yeah, but I mean, like I was saying, if you don't know how big of fans we are, we actually, to our microphone boom arms right here, we each have a uh, Mario and Luigi character on the stands. Accurate representation. Yeah. And a little fun fact, if you didn't know where the fucking title of our podcast came from, this is it. (laughs) Truth. Yeah. So... Anyway, yeah, we've been playing the fuck out of this. Uh, I enjoy the shit out of it. I'm happy with the uh, updates they've done to some of the characters. The final smashes are really cool. The adventure mode is back. Mm-hmm. It's just a large-ass map where you just explore the whole fucking thing and collect spirits of the old Nintendo characters or just any game characters that's incorporated with this series. Um, and then you have to basically fight this entity that just takes over all the fighters and makes them into a mass army of like fuck you basically a mass army of fuck you yeah fuck yeah a mass army of fuck you but yeah this it brings me back to a memory where i first picked up melee and that was when they started just accumulating so much feature wise to the series it brings yeah God. And I remember when I first played this game, I did not realize how many characters they had and how to unlock them was there's challenges basically. Like just you have to do this to get this character, whatever. I cannot tell you how many times I've stayed up hour upon hour in the night or I've cussed so damn hard just to unlock like Mewtwo or somebody. This is the exact same feeling 
and I'm not saying this in a bad way. I'm saying this in a good way. Like it brings back those times where I was in high school, like just sitting in front of my GameCube and just unlocking characters and you know getting better at those characters, enjoying what content the game had as a whole. Because you know, like you said, there's so much change from Melee till now that they've just within two other games kind of like tweaked a little bit. You know, they have 76 characters, not including the new ones coming out in the next couple months. You know, they have 100 and something maps. Like, they literally put every single map in this game. And mm. then some. Yeah. But also, like, there's adventure mode. There's the classic mode again. Like, there's you can view all the stuff you collected. And you can, you know, just customize. I mean, there's just so much to do with this game now. Like, it's unreal. Yeah, man. Like... You nailed it right on the head, talking about how it brought you back to high school and stuff. Like this, this game um, amongst the uh, amongst the few titles that have come out like recently, um, Spider-Man included. It's 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 a game that reminds you why you became a gamer in the first place, why you got into gaming in the first place, uh, and it's just fun. It's it's one of the, it's a fighting game. Like you know, we have like the side of you fighting games like Street Fighter and Tekken and all that stuff like that. But I mean, like this to me is more engaging than those it's much more vibrant is you know energetic is you know just like beautiful i mean there's no other ways to explain it and i think the same can be said for red dead redemption too oh my that's something God. you and i have both been playing here recently you can get lost in that game just he's not he's not kidding an exploration <laughs> you know just the wild west is such a fantastic beast to tackle you know i have murdered so many people Dude, like, <laughs> that's so way to break the good feeling. Like, it's so beautiful. I have murdered. <laughs> like, you can walk up to some random guy's camp and they're just like, back away, stranger. And I was just like, whoa, now I'm not here to cause any problems. And he pulls your gun, he pulls a gun out on you. I'm like, okay, fucker. Just yeah, that's, shoot the fuck. I don't give a shit. Yeah, same. Like, I'm just minding my own fucking business on my goddamn third horse like traveling through town i just want to make friends i, I want to talk to people and be like howdy partner hey yeah. stranger you know just be like that and he wants to be like get the fuck away from i'm like dude why can't you talk to me like a normal human being yeah i'm gonna shoot you in the face and take your food and your money <laughs> no dude no 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 i got it i got it okay red dead redemption 2 terminator edition you walk up to the fuckers that are just kind of camped out. I need your clothes, your boots, and your motor horse. My what? And you just fucking shoot them. Yeah. No, <laughs> dude. Fuck you, asshole. <laughs> I'll be back, buckaroo. <laughs> I'll be buck. <laughs> I'll be buckaroo. <laughs> I'll be buckaroo. But no, there was one instance I told you about, and I'm, I'm hoping you did the same thing at some point. I was riding my horse up to a campsite, and this guy did the exact same thing to me. He was, like, threatening me for no fucking reason. <laughs> I know where this is going. He shot at me, and I threw my lasso at him and <laughs> dragged his ass across the plane. All you heard was, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Trying to shoot at me. Ah! And then the little, like, chime hits whenever he dies. And I'm like, oh, shit. Finally. Yeah. And I look behind him, and you see his body just, like, flailed out. It was so fucking he fun. He busted out the cardboard and showed you those sweet bone break dance moves. Break it down, partner. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a hoe down throwdown, man. Mm-hmm. No, this game is fucking so immersive. Um, it's not like where it, it, it reminded me a little. And same company, mind you, Rockstar. It reminded me of uh, San Andreas Grand Theft Auto, where you had to actually like uh, upkeep your character. Mm-hmm. Um. You ha- you you shave you you bathe you feed you smoke eat. yeah like whatever it is you drink yeah you you don't have to play the linear story mode. I granted not, it's awesome. Yeah, it's very good. Like that that is not even like a question. But my favorite part is being wherever you're camped out at. It gives you free range to you know go wherever you want. You can hunt. That's a, I killed a bear. Mm-hmm. I finally killed a fucking bear. And you know, Markiplier taught me how to kill with a lasso. Like, you can actually lasso the deer and then just stab them. Mm-hmm. 
which I thought was really useful because I can save up on ammo and shit. Yeah, because, I mean, I killed a bear with a fucking hunting knife. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I had to shoot him in the head, but I stabbed him in the fucking heart with a hunting knife and then shot him in the face. And I had a fuck ton of fucking hide mm-hmm. and a bunch of meat and a bear claw. And and it's so crazy, too. Like, if you leave a corpse, like, if you leave a, an animal's corpse somewhere, you could come back to it and it'll still fucking be there. And I don't know if you've ever heard, if you've done this yet or not, and I'm not even sure if it, if it's just me or if anybody has tried, but I could hear it start to draw flies mm-hmm. when yeah, it, it starts dies. to rot because you actually look at the quality and it's like rotten. So yeah, they weren't fucking around with rooting, tooting, shooting too. Mm-mm. Blue dude, bamboozle, bamboozle. <laughs> <laughs> Was it a uh, old yellow feller, yellow feller uh, endeavor or something? Yeah, yellow feller, feller endeavor. Oh. <sighs> Go buy it if you haven't, or if you haven't, uh, if you want something different and fun and take you back to the 1800s, like into 1900s, 1899 to 1906 the or The turn seven, of the century. Fucking do it. You too can be a rootin' tootin' shootin' cowboy. Yeehaw. Uh, then we got a trailer for Mortal Kombat 11. Everybody had been waiting for it, and the Mortal Kombat Facebook page had changed their logo or their their profile picture to the golden or the yellow Mortal Kombat symbol, and I was just like, holy fuck. And then I think it was at the video game... It was the video game awards that just happened? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it got announced there, apparently. And I mean, we, we got a trailer of Raiden and Scorpion fighting, which is fucking killer, no pun intended. No, I'm sorry, pun was intended. Fuck that. So it's very high-def you know, compared to Mortal Kombat 10. Mm. Much more high def, obviously. Uh, I'm I'm excited for this. I've been a big fan of the Mortal Kombat franchise for so fucking long. I mean, granted, it does kind of the same shit, but I, I want to think they may be bringing in some new elements to this one. I mean, I'm pretty sure they are. <clears throat> one can hope. I mean, otherwise it'd just be like a makeover. <laughs> Mortal Makeover Combat... <laughs> Scorpion's like, get over here and let me decorate you. <laughs> like he he stabs him in the chest of the chain, pulls him close, and just fuck he hits him with a fucking makeup brush, like clean across the face. You just hear Your brows are fleek. <laughs> yes. Draws on the eyebrows and fucking he slaps you with powder and you just hear and you the whole one side of your face is just caked. <laughs> you come out of it literally looking like the first leather face mask from Texas Chainsaw Massacre with mm-hmm. the fucking white and the fucking red lipstick. God damn it. <laughs> Video games, everybody. See, that should make it uh, less stagnant. It's just do some random concepts to the game. It's like, I did not expect that to happen. <laughs> oh, my God. I, somebody out there, please do this. If, if you can mod this game, make it to where all their weapons are like makeup tools. Makeover combat. Makeover combat. That'd be, that'd, be the, that'd be the next like live like TV series is like makeover combat. They literally fight to the death to look beautiful. <laughs> Beauty's only skin deep. You're right, bitch. I'm gonna cut that skin off. Beauty and Beast combat. God damn it. Beauty and Beast mode. Fuck yeah. So do that. But keep a lookout. Mortal Kombat 11, I think, is coming out in April. That I want to say they're coming out in April, which will be awesome. Yeah. So we talked about video games because it's it's near the end of our little little podcast here. But video games, the reason we kind of ended on video games is because um, not next week, which is episode 50, fuck yeah, but the week after that, uh, our flop 10 list is, is, is making its return. Um, we have a lot to talk about on that one. Um, and for, for right now, we'll give you just a little taste of what will lead into that list. It's going to be the flop 10 video games. So if you've listened to 10 things I rate about you, if you've listened to that episode where we did a flop 10 on music, that's kind of what we're doing on this one with video games. And to kick us off, and what really made us be like, yeah, we need to do this, is the entire Bethesda buttfuckery that's been going on. With Fallout 76. And then on top of that, the uh, the Blizzard announcement of the Diablo for iOS and Android. So... If you want to hear us spew and wax poetic about that shit, just tune in in a couple weeks and we'll have that for you. 
come over, have a drink with us. That's right. Listen. S- sit down, grab your <laughs> grab your nylon bags and come over and have a drink with us. Mm-mm. Mm, I know. I know. I'm I'm mm. But yeah. You're about to get 76 hate likes. <laughs> hate comments. 76 thumbs down for this episode. Yep. While the rest of you keep liking and subscribing and rating and reviewing and keep on being the badasses that you are. And not have a fallout with us. Yeah, exactly. Don't have a fallout. Don't have a su- don't have such a cold shoulder that it becomes a blizzard. Please don't. Don't we, get cold feet when you want to listen to us. We love you. We want you. <laughs> now. Now. <laughs> now. Why? Do, do it now. <laughs> Why? I did not hit her. I did not. It's a <laughs> God damn it. Y'all go back and listen to that episode. It was fucking gold. That's all I got to say. Yes. But um, if you did listen to that episode or any of our Cold Cinema Showdown episodes, we are coming back next week for episode 50. Holy shit, dude. 50 fucking episodes. God damn. We fucking made it. We just keep on trucking. We've made it. And look, okay, I I don't know if any of you guys out there are like finding it irritating or not, but at episode 50, we are going to stop with the Roman numerals counting our episodes because I've, I've, I've seen people like, well, which episode is this? It's like it's 45. It's like, really? Because it says XLV and I'm just kind of like, mm, it's 45. I'm just going to make these numbers. I'm just going to make them numbers from now on. Episode L. That's exactly what it's going to be. It's going to be episode L, but it is 50. Just saying. And it's the 12th installment of the Cult Cinema Showdown series. And it's December. That means it's Christmas time. And we're going to be bringing you uh, two modern fucking classics. <sighs> Christmas Vacation versus Home Alone. Yeah. Because it's kind of like how we did in October. Mm-hmm. Um, Hocus Pocus and Ernest Scared Stupid, which, I mean, there's a ton of movies you could do for that, but, you know. Those two stand out the most for, for us. Yeah, for us. And and there's much like with, with these films. I grew up on both of these. I mean, honestly, both those films should be pretty much everybody's staple. Yeah. At this point. Pretty much. But we're going to we're going to stick them head to head because I mean, it's hard to pick between the two, but if you watch them back to back, it's like, okay, here we go. <laughs> so, be sure to check that shit out next week. It's going to be a fun time. Also, if you visit our fucking Facebook page, I'm going to uh, put a link in the description below. Voting is still going on for the last Cult Cinema Showdown episode of December and of 2018. We need an opponent for Street Fighter. You can go cast your vote for Double Dragon or Mortal Kombat. And the winning vote, like the team that votes for the winning film, will get Super Media Bros. buttons. We will announce which film won, and we will call your name out on air and be like, hey, send us your info, and we'll mail you some fucking buttons. So tell us, who is the perfect match for Street Fighter? Do it. Because if you do, you win. (laughs) You win. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) So, yeah. Round one. (laughs) Fight! Because there's only going to be one round of this shit. Yeah. Voting closes on December 20th. So act now while your vote can still count. Woo, doggy. Don't be coming to me after the fact and be like, dude, I wanted this one. But nah, fam, you got to no, no go take, vote. No, take back, sis. Got to go click that shit. Yep. You like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So follow us on social media, facebook.com slash Bros. Yep. Yep, to go vote. Do that. Go vote. Tweet at us at twitter.com slash supermedia underscore bros. And then go to instagram.com slash supermedia bros podcast to look at our stupid pictures. You can't see what he's doing, but he is nodding his head. And hark them. Mm. Just double click them. Double click them. Double tap. Yeah, double tap that ass. Throw that heart react on that motherfucker. And be like, this shit's awesome. Yeah. Come follow us. I need more of this. We'll put more. We will. 
But come follow us. It's well, fun. I wonder if I can. Oh, I can follow you too. Oh my god. Oh my. Oh my god. Is there anything they can? Oh, they make actual podcasts. Oh my. And as always, we have a link to our new episodes every week up in the description on the Instagram page. Mm-hmm. So. I just want to say thank you to everybody that has been uh, streaming us on Spotify. We just landed on Spotify last month, and it has been the coolest fucking shit to look on the stats and see the streams just boop going Hooray! out there. It's awesome. Yep. It wasn't until then that I really figured out that Spotify has become like the fucking place to go for streaming. The giant. Yeah. But fear not, we are still on iTunes for all you Apple users out there. Or if you do happen to use Spotify... We're there too. Mm-hmm. We're on SoundCloud, where we, where our home base is. We are on Podbean, Stitcher Radio, Player FM, or any other podcasting platform that you can find us. Mm-hmm. Just come look for us. Put us in your playlist. Ooh. Beat the fuck out of the microphone and let us entertain. Stop you every it, week. Mike! Stop it, microphone Tyson. <laughs> Stop it! Stop it! Get some help. Got anything else, good sir? Nah, I'm bone dry. <laughs> <sighs> Bone or dry? Oh, hold on, real quick. Oh, oh <laughs> zip it up, yeah. zip it up. Ah, give it up and zip it up. Give it up and zip it up. That was a heroic Catterday night. Until next week, I'm Midnight Agent Raw. Shades on. We're off. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.